here we go, the 100 second country, Guinea. So I have to squat down a canoe to cross the border from Guinea-Bissau to Guinea. And after crossing the border into Guinea, we changed another vehicle on the Guinea side. The road conditions was very bad and only good thing was seeing rainbow again. A Sierra Leone man sat in the front seat with me next to the driver. He made me almost crazy on the journey since he doesn't allow me to sleep because uh, he thought uh, uh, once I fall asleep I might occupy much more space and due to you know we share only one seat together so the space is really limited so I have to suffer from like tiring, exhausted and, and that might risking causing motion sickness every time when I almost fall asleep he poked me I was pissed off but there's nothing I can do And late night, we arrived at a small village. The driver stopped. I thought uh, he just stopped for food. I waited a long time, and, and still we remain the same place. And so the driver is not going to continue the journey at that night. So all the passengers um, um, either slept in the car or on the road. I found a table outside of a shop, so I slept on it. That was my very first time to sleep on the table in my life. Next early morning, we departure again. On the way, a local man bought me a lunchbox. When I was trying to bargain for the food, I was trying to ask for a small portion and to charge me a little bit less. But you know, they didn't, they didn't accept it. So anyway, I got a, a free lunchbox. And then I met a lot of uh, um, beautiful people in West Africa, actually. And, you know, some just bought me food. I didn't mean to take advantage for, from them, but I really treasure their kindness, you know, in Black Africa, where everyone is uh, expecting something from you. And on the halfway, our road was blocked up by four trucks. And, and the rainy season made the muddy, muddy road even more challenged. So we have to drive from the forest. Everyone got off and pushed the car, including some. Um, teenager villager finally we passed the, the blocked area and then we arrived at Conakry in the evening I called my cab surfing house but no one answered the phone so in the midnight I was carrying my backpack and trying to find accommodation a local gentleman drove his car and saw me he didn't speak any English but he used French to try to explain to me that I will cause problem as a solo Asian girl walking in the darkness at this time. He asked me to get on his car. Though he's a stranger but I had no other option, I told him I 
want to find a guest house. He said he will help me. So he found me a motel. There was no tap water, and then you will find used condo in the toilet. It's not an ideal one, but it's too late. And then I was on the road, you know, for the past two days, and then I was during my period, so I am exhausted. I I think I will just accept that condition since I used to stay in motel in Ethiopia. Where God used condom everywhere underneath the mattress and even inside the toilet, so I I can stand it for my battery option. So the motel in Africa are all like this style in my perception. Um, the the local man who helped me. And thought I got no water. Actually, I was saying there was no tap water in the motel. But anyway, he took me to the shop next to the motel and bought me a big bottle of water. And then left his contact to me and told me to call him if I need any help tomorrow. Then I went to bed. Next day was Friday. I have to get up and went to the embassy to apply Liberia visa though I really wish to sleep a little bit longer but still I got up I stowed my luggage in the guest house and then I told the uh, owner that when I came back I will collect my luggage and pay for my stay so I went to the embassy and did the application then I walked into a French guest house to borrow Wi-Fi in order to search some hosting op opportunity um, I was considering maybe just to sleep uh, in that guest house for a night but the cost of uh, uh, staying is a little bit out, out of my budget sometimes I can just use tears to release my emotion you know um, so I was still trying asking around and then my tears fell down and eventually I got to contact from another Chinese traveler. He used to be hosted by Reunion Nady here. So he shared uh, her contact with me um, and Reunion Nady hosted me in Conakry. And in order to show my appreciation to her, I cooked, I cooked Chinese food for her several times and she really enjoyed it. Um, after receiving my Liberia visa, I went to apply Cote d'Ivoire and Ghana visa. Um, during the process for applying Ghana visa, I cried again because I was so worried. And after the visa stopped, I finally got time to sightseeing. So I watched the Arabatics in Conakry. Also, I met a Chinese girl who works in Conakry. Her name was Anita. She speaks flu fluently French. Uh, she followed my social media account and uh, we met in a local supermarket. She told me she got no social life during the time in Conakry for the past four years. So I took her to a party with my host Fafa. 
My host, you know, works as a teacher in a French school, so we went to a party made by her colleagues. Anita was like so kind to me. Um, we swam and showered together. She took me to her place to eat the Chinese chef's cooking. Uh, also, she treated me Chinese food uh, in the restaurant and packed me snacks for my ongoing trips. She also taught me how to cook a Chinese dessert. We had a good time together and still we keep in touch. In Konakri every day I met beautiful people. Sometimes like uh, local people offered me left proactively. Um, the first night when I was in Konakri in the motel, the owner didn't take my payment. Um, and I still remember he said, okay, um, just leave, save the money for my ongoing trips in case of emergency. And remember, if I need anything, just welcome to come back to the guest house to get any assistance from them. I feel just so touched by his words. And, um, and sometimes uh, local people offered me lift proactively. And then the first day when I was borrowing Wi-Fi in the French guest house and the staff of the me lived as well. So I really enjoy meeting the local people in Conakry, but except the police because I encountered, encountered a few times and the corruption from the Guinea police, but every time I said no. And even during my descent back from the country, I encountered like twice. But eventually, uh, you know, I won because I will never say yes to corruption. So thank you very much for listening. The next coming episode that will be Sierra Leone. I will catch you up with the next episode. Thank you once again. Bye for now.